Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No They're Terrified and Tipsy is brought to you by Slash and Cast. The house is alive and she's a stupid whore. <laughs> She is. She sure is. She's a vengeful whore. She's a vengeful, stupid whore. <laughs> It's been a weekend. <gasps> Productive weekend for me. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> you know what? And tomorrow's Monday. Wah, uh, wah. That's okay. It it's sure okay. is. It's going to be a great week. Yeah. You've got a trip planned. Yeah. A work trip planned. A work trip. Which means I don't have to spend any money. It's great. It is great. Everything's paid for. You yeah. get a nice hotel room. I'm going to get wined and dined and yeah. schmoozed and I like it. <laughs> You're like, this is my cup of tea. You know what? Make that vino a large, please. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> I prefer a 16 ounce and not a six. <laughs> you know what? The whole bottle. Thank you very much. I will take it. Let's just be honest. I'm going to drink the whole bottle anyway, so you might also just put a straw in it. Save yourself the time and energy. You don't need to keep coming back to the table. Just leave it on the table. It's fine. Which sounds far more appealing than what we're drinking right now. Oh, uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Who bought? I did not buy these. Um, I did not buy. I did, I'm not taking any credit I, for I this. I had to have bought them then. And I don't know how long they've been in the little mini fridge. So, which doesn't really mean anything. Oh. But it's it's not necessarily an age issue. It's a flavor issue, I want to say. <laughs> and nothing against Kona brand because I actually really like their beer. Right. Um, but their seltzer is not great. Mm. It's lackluster. Mm. I have the strawberry guava. I have tropical punch. Yeah. it's. Do you feel like you've been punched in the face? In the throat, really. <laughs> because here's the thing. Uh-huh. Little sips, I'm confused on uh-huh. how I feel about the flavor. And uh-huh. I'm like... Okay. <laughs> You're like, maybe I like, no, I don't. Mm. And then right before we started recording, I took way too big of a sip and it like she lingered. Couldn't con- she couldn't control her face. I couldn't. No. Because it just like lingered in the back of my throat. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've offended you. So, so. <laughs> and I was making faces I couldn't control. Yeah. Um, But I think as long as I take it as little sips, I'll be okay. It's It's really <laughs> sad that you have to do that. I feel like you should enjoy what you're drinking. It's a strategy. It's fine. If Kona still wants to sponsor us, uh, we love I'm the hard seltzer. Pretty sure. Get yourself some spiked island seltzer. 
I think you've ruined that. I think you've ruined that collaboration between us and them. They're taking me as being facetious, aren't they? Uh-huh, yeah. Not my intention. They're like, yeah, she basically slammed the brand. Great. Yeah, that's that bitch. But I like Longboard. That beer is delicious. What? <laughs> well. That well, I genuinely mean. So they just can't, they didn't do well on the seltzer side of it. Yeah. Seltzer. You know what? Doesn't mean they can't try again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think they did anything wrong. I mean, I don't think they think that they did anything wrong. They're like, you know what, Stephanie and Courtney, you're right. We you know, should try again. You know, somebody probably thanks, Tipsy Pod. You're welcome, Kona. They tasted these and uh-huh. they're like, you know what? I think we've got gold here. <laughs> I'm, we're gonna go ahead and ship these out to all the stores because one person liked them. That's what it happened. It sounded like you said ship these out to the rest <laughs> of the stores. And I was like, ship well, shit. I mean, okay, whatever you want to think, it's fine. They both. They both track. Little sips. Okay. Little sips. <laughs> uh, what did we watch this week? We watched House on Haunted Hill from 1999. Yeah. Thoughts. Huh. And we haven't talked about it before we started recording. Oh, we didn't. Be really fun. No. Mm-hmm. Um, we have not. Uh-huh. Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, it's... Um, it was a good... It was... No, it wasn't good. I mean, I'm going to... Here. Okay. I tried. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think... <laughs> don't think the acting was great. No. I don't think the plot was great. Mm. Um, I mean, it's literally a house that controls itself and traps people inside because it had a fire which, and there was a doctor that, like, how does he have that much control? Which, to- if you think about it, the house isn't controlling anything. It's the ghosts in the house. Right. So I'm not really sure how the house is alive when it's actually just haunted. <laughs> I have no answers. Okay. But I can also say yeah. that the relationship between two of the main characters, I guess, uh-huh. that started this whole thing and brought all these people to this haunted oh, house, yeah. they have a really fucked up relationship. It's pretty toxic. It's uh, they're just con- they're they're a married couple and they're just constantly plotting each other's deaths. And it's weird. It's a real healthy relationship, <laughs> one would say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, yeah. Uh-huh. So overall, I was not a fan. So when I pulled it up on my TV and yeah. I saw it was released in 99, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, well. Because that was like my saving grace right there. <laughs> this is going to be either really fucking stupid or like <laughs> cheesy enough to yeah. not scare me. Yeah. And it was a little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Well, because the plot sucked. Non-existent, really. Right. It, 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 yeah. Um. <laughs> You don't really know how to describe it. The I mean, ghost was stupid. Oh yeah, the black mist. Like, okay, it would have been so much scarier when when the ghosts came back as like the patients yeah. and they were like jolty moving. That was kind of creepy. Kind of creepy, yeah. So like if those were actually the ghosts that were like killing everybody yeah. and like taking over the house, that could have been kind of cool. And okay. Definitely creepier than this weird like black <laughs> fog that comes <laughs> Out of the walls it's and weird. but like can't go through a closed door. No, and then it like has it like laughs and yeah. has like random faces on it, and, and it wasn't scary. And it, it was can just burn or different. saw off uh, a piece of rope. The smoke gets hot. It, it's like steam. <laughs> it turns to steam again. Just steam. Just steam is hot. But but can it can it like it was a maybe like a one inch It'll burn in diameter the skin, rope. Maybe not rope. Okay. Hmm. Um, and then they ended at the top of this building. How the fuck do they get out? Like, cause now and they're like, not worried about it. Here's the thing. Like, okay, you die in the house, which sucks, but now you're literally on top of this gigantic house that there's no way down from. 
And you're just going to die outside the house now? But they have $5 million. Which is great. Oh, spoiler. Which is great um, if they can get down from the house. You know how much they're going to get taxed and red flag on that? <laughs> you roll up into a bank and you've got these checks made out to cash. Right. Five of them made out to a million dollars. Well, for one thing, you're going to be investigated. 100%. And then the guy who, uh, spoiler, is dead, who yeah. wrote the checks. Like, no red flags. No. IRS is not going to be happy with you. They're going to be taxed out the <laughs> asshole. Is it worth it? Now you're stuck on a legend of a giant house on a mountain. No. Oh, God. Who? Okay. It doesn't matter. You know what? Uh, I can tell. Um, you really like this movie, didn't you? <laughs> Um, there were parts of it. Okay, it was easy to watch because it wasn't right. scary. Correct. And then there were parts of it that I was like, ugh, kind of pervy. Mm-hmm. You know, a little yeah. cliche, misogyny, naturally. Of course. Um, but overall, it was kind of stupid. <laughs> All that to say, kind of stupid. So you're saying I was right. You were right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Before we hop in, should we chat about a couple of things? Of course we should. tipsypod.com. Just move there. Have you checked it out yet? Because if you haven't, you should. How dare you? (laughs) The gall. (laughs) We are starting off this episode offended. (laughs) (laughs) No, we love you guys. Just get on there. Just check it out. Just check out our website. We have a whole bunch of fun stuff on there. You can listen to our episodes on there too. Yeah. Right on the home screen. You can just listen to an episode if you want. Click a button. And you go. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You can check out some merch if you want. Mm-hmm. You can go to tipsypie.com slash merch, or you can go to the little support tab and click merch. You can get some shirts. You can get some mugs. Uh, we have stemless wine glasses too, yeah. stickers, all types of stuff. All kinds of things. All of it helps support our show, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Patreon. It starts at $1 a month. I mean, come on now. And that helps support our show also. And that's fantastic. It is fantastic. And then we have, we go up to a $7 level mm-hmm. and that gets everything involved in it. You get ad-free episodes, episodes day before everybody else. You get exclusive content. Mm-hmm. We've got videos up there. We've got a Netflix series that yeah, we did Archive just 81. for. Yeah, just for Patreon. Yeah. And if you are a member of the $7 tier for more than a month, you get a free mug. You get to pick the color you want and we mm. send you a mug with love. So cute. Thanks for joining. <laughs> oh, and also, which could be a bonus for people because our patrons seem to love this aspect of it, you get to pick a Patreon movie each month. <laughs> and they're all fucking stupid. Yeah. But I just... You can have a say and a vote. They make for great episodes, though. They really We're do. We're a little biased, too, because our patrons don't get a big head. We hate the movies. <laughs> love the episodes. So, yeah, well go- played. Ghoulies was, Ghoulies was pretty good. Oh, that's a good one. It was a good one. Damn. Well played, patrons. Well, I know. well played. Good job. <laughs> if you want that kind of power, join our Patreon. <laughs> should we hop in? Oh, you should. Do you want to hear the IMDb TV. synopsis for it? Uh, yeah. An amusement park mogul offers a group of diverse people $1 million to spend the night in a haunted house with a terrifying past. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. My first note is why is the intro to this movie so damn long? I have no idea. It was that's a valid question. Way too long. The credits are going and going. I mean, is this an end sequence? What is happening? Well, they it, had to make sure that everybody got their shine in the spotlight. Mm, I guess. Okay. It made me annoyed already. Well, <laughs> we start off rough. <laughs> okay. So we start by seeing this medical doctor looking guy because uh-huh. we don't know. It is a doctor, but we find out his name is Dr. Richard. 
he's walking through the building to this room. He's clocking in, I guess, for the day. Then we start hearing some screams from what I presume are patients mm. because we're not really, we're kind of getting some backstory here sure, about what's sure, going sure. on. He puts on his record player, sharpens his pencil, begins his day, you know, mm-hmm. all that. So he goes into this very unsterilized <laughs> surgical room. Filthy. It was Nasty. disgusting. Yeah. Nasty. Dis- Disgusting. Disgusting. Right. We're on the same page. That's the word. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, so he starts to cut a man open with mm. this scalpel. Yeah, there's two nurses. One is like oh, yeah. holding this guy down in addition to the weird straps. Right. And his other one is videoing it with like a crank video Cr- camera. Right, which is okay. It looks exhausting. It does. Nothing else. That nurse must be exhausting. I mean, because you know that these surgeries are not going to take five minutes. Ugh, just like cranking with your right. arm. Ugh, how do you switch to your left hand? It's just a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. So this guy definitely doesn't have anesthesia happening. No, he's, he's very lucid. Seems like he's in pain. Very much yeah, in pain. Yeah, he's shouting a bit. <laughs> he's his little shouty bitch. <laughs> and above, there, like there's this glass floor above them. Yeah, it's so like, like a the glass ceiling. It's a glass block kind of looking thing. Yeah, it looks kind of like a like a, like a skylight. Kind of. And there's patients up there, though. Right. So the, so you guys get a full visual. There is an operating room uh-huh. with a glass ceiling, so anybody upstairs can look down onto the operation. That doesn't seem safe. There's or- no way HIPAA exists in no. one. <laughs> Not a chance. It's probably because that whole department was created. Because of this. 100%. A thousand percent. Some malpractice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so back in the doctor's office, he's like writing some things down and he notices a patient standing in front of him mm-hmm. like at this, I don't know what it is. It's like a, t- it looks like a ticket booth type thing. Yeah, it's like the medicine counters. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, with like the cage and then the little slot yeah. to put the medicine through. And then he notices like there's somebody like behind him. Yeah. Like banging on the glass or whatever. And then all of a sudden, complete chaos happens. All of these patients break through the glass, attack him, stab him in the neck with his pencils. (laughs) Yeah. A handful of sharp pencils. I mean, if he starts his day with sharp pencils, Mm. it's probably not for the best for him. No, it didn't. It didn't end well for him. No, it did not. And of course, like they charge into the operating room and attack the nurses. And of course we have to see boobs. Of course we do. Why would we not? They just rip this nurse's dress open. Of course they She's do. She's not wearing a bra, of course. We just see nips. So unnecessary. So when did they start wearing, when did women start wearing bras? They would have been wearing bras in 31. I'm just saying. I, that's not my, in the OR, that's apparently. <laughs> or in this movie. <laughs> or in any 80s movies. Because more boobs come back and they're just oh always unnecessary. Yes. So, yeah. Basically, all these patients are attacking and killing these nurses and doctor violently correct they're basically treating them the way that they've been treated basically yeah, all of them mm-hmm. like the, all the patients are attacking all of the nurses and the doctors 100 so they are being put on like tables being scalpeled open yeah, drowned, drowned killed all over yeah so then we see one of the patients grab the camera that's still rolling that was being used for the surgical thing. Mm-hmm. And then we hear the announcer from like a, a future talk it's show. It's like old timey sounding yeah. though still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. October 11th, 1931, Los Angeles. A conflagration of biblical proportions incinerates nearly everything and everyone inside what was once the City of Angels' most celebrated medical facility, the Vatican Psychiatric Institute for the Criminally Insane. But the secret this inferno burned free was far more frightening than any picture Hollywood could produce. 
So the video continues, and it was, I guess, October 11th, 1931 mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. It was a conflagration of biblical proportions is Whoa. what the guy said. I know. Well done. I don't think, I might have slaughtered that word. Who I, knows? I have never heard it before in my life. Conflagration. Take two. I don't. Conflag. Conflag. What? I don't know. Conflagration. Conflagration. Oh. Do I need to Google it? Sure. Okay. Oh, you have to spell it for me. Because I have conflagration. O N F L A G R A T I O N. Yeah. Oh, so it's a fire of biblical proportions. That's what burned the whole building down. Yeah. A large disastrous fire. Can can you does it say how to say it? Ready? Ready. Conflagration. Oh, 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 that wasn't, that's not even remotely how I said it. What language was that? Conflagration. 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 Fuck. Conflagration. I don't like that word. Okay, well, now I feel dumb. (laughs) All right. Conflagration. I was calling it conflagration. (laughs) I was adding an ER in there. Let me Google this. That's fun. <laughs> it was a fire of biblical proportions. <laughs> so this facility was considered one of the most celebrated medical facilities. It was the Vanicut Psychiatric Institute for the Criminally Insane. Yeah. The whole building was burned. Yes. In this biblical proportion fire. <laughs> the announcer goes on to say that Dr. Richard was uh, the largest. Are you lar- saying Richard because you can't say his last name? Vanicut. <laughs> Vanicut. I don't think it's pronounced right, but I can't say it right either. <laughs> I don't know if you're saying Richard because you were like, I'm not saying that last name. Dr. Richard. Yeah, perfect. Okay. I know that. Dr. <laughs> Dick. I'm cool with Dr. that. Dr. Dick. <laughs> the announcer goes on to say that Dr. Richard was the largest mass murderer that has ever lived. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. It's true. So now we are in the current and we see this woman. Her name is Evelyn. She's drinking. Uh, she has a, like a glass of wine. She's sitting in her bubble bath listening yes. to this report on the TV. Yeah. She's watching this show and she's really enjoying life in the bubble bath. She really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what she does every day. Oh, yeah. At 930. Because her husband is loaded uh-huh. and she literally does nothing. Um, this part I thought was kind of funny, but kind of me at the same time. So this is Evelyn. Her husband is Price. They have the toxic relationship. Correct. So she calls him Price. who He's the guy who owns these amusement parks. And he answers the phone while he's at work and we see his perspective and he answers and she's talking to him and his response is, wow, totally fucking fascinating. (laughs) Evelyn, how nice. Yeah, well, that is so totally fucking fascinating, but I've got to get back to you. And he like hangs up the phone with her abruptly. And I was like, he's a bit of a dick. He is a bit of a dick. He's being interviewed by a reporter. Uh Uh-huh. I guess they're there to interview about his amusement parks or something like that. His new roller coaster just opened. New roller coaster just opened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yep. he's, like, he's a theme park guy. And my my thought was, if you're going to be such a dick to your wife, if you can't talk, don't answer the phone. Just right. don't answer. Let her go to voicemail. Let that one go to voicemail. Right. You call her back when you can talk freely and nicely to her. Well, I don't think that that's how that works. No, no, okay. no. Mm-hmm. The reporter who's like really unimpressed by this uh, new <laughs> ride says it looks like any other roller coaster and asks what the difference is. Mm-hmm. So he tells her that you just have to take the elevator to start. Like you have to go all the way up to the top of this roller coaster and this elevator to actually start. So you don't start mm-hmm. from the ground, you start from the top. 
So as they're going up, the reporter asks about the delay of it opening and asks if it was because of the near fatal accident that had happened uh-huh. at the theme park. It's and- a reporter and a camera guy. Correct, yes. Mm-hmm. So he said that it wouldn't have opened if it wasn't safe. Uh-huh. So the elevator starts to make some groaning noises. Yeah. Which he kind of brushes off. It doesn't sound good. It sounds like metal no. on metal noises. Not great. And the bottom of this elevator has a grate. Like, if there's no solid floor, fuck that. Yeah, they can no. see no. down no. No. into the ground while they are going up. Mm-mm. And it's just a grate. Like, also, if you drop your phone, if you drop anything, just go right through the grate. That's right. terrible. No. Okay, well, they are seeing, and this elevator is going really fast, and they keep hearing noises, and Price is like, well, I don't think it's a big deal, and the elevator stops abruptly. Yes. So he's pressing buttons, trying to get it to go, and he's like, well, it's not really a big deal unless the cable snaps. Oh, my God. And then the cable snaps, Uh and the elevator starts plummeting. Like, so fast. Yes. Free-falling, yes. And the cameraman and the reporter are freaking out. Price is trying to, like, walk over to the controls again, call for help, whatever, whatever. When they get close to the ground, it's just part of the ride. Oh it's a total joke. He's just fucking with them. We, That's part of the ride. Right. We hear, like, the the announcer the, thing. Thank yeah. you for getting the one in. Ding. Yeah. The elevator doors open. They're at the top of the ride. The elevator never plummeted. No. It was just, like, the grates on the bottom are a screen. That was totally fucking with them, making it look like they were falling. I guess they added wind or something to the elevator, too. I don't know. But the whole thing was a mind fuck because they're at the top of the elevator, and he's just playing some jokes on them. So he walks out all smiley. So proud of himself. Yeah. He gets out of the elevator. He's at the top. And he says, from here is where it gets really scary. From here on, it gets really scary. Fuck okay. you. Okay. I don't like this guy. No, he's a dick. And he's got a gross mustache. I know. It looks like it's like drawn out with a Sharpie. <laughs> it's like a weird pencil mustache. Blah, yeah. Pervy looking. I don't well, like it. I He is kind of a perv. Mm-hmm. He would be a perv. Totally. He's not really in this movie, but I feel like he could be. He seems like he would be. Yeah. yeah 100%. He's got about five or ten different girlfriends. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So they get on this ride and we see them enjoying themselves as Mm -hmm. Stephen is calling his wife back. They're talking about having dinner. And then one of the ride workers comes up to him as he's on the phone with his wife and says that there may be a problem with the ride. Mm. So he tells his wife to go stir her cauldron or something for a sec while he takes care of this. All right, princess. Now, what were you babbling? Congratulations on a scale of one to ten on the perversity media. Just hit a 73. Why don't we go and celebrate at some nice, quiet little restaurant? Houston, I think we've got a problem. Evelyn. Evelyn, 
goes to your call room or something for a sec. Okay, don't mm-hmm. be a douche. Mm-hmm. So then we look at the ride and we see like the car is completely going off the track. Because there's two cars on the ride. Correct. So they're in one um, like roller coaster cart and then there's another one in front of them. So it's like tandem riding. And the one in front of them goes flying off of the tracks. Oh So my they God. start freaking out thinking that they're going to plummet to their death almost again. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's another mind game. Another <laughs> trick. That was full of dummies, their roller coaster ride. Uh-huh. It sends it off. The track gets fixed. They continue going. Whatever. Then they see underneath People putting dummies in another like a uh, roller coaster. Correct. Car. Yeah. And Price is like, well, I don't see what the malfunction was. Oh my god! So do the employees not know that's supposed to happen? Then I can't. Okay. They're, I think they're just trying to fuck with us at this point. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So he gets back on the phone with his wife, who wants to have her birthday party at Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. This uh, news report that she just saw. And she left her guest list on his desk, so she wants him to go ahead and just invite everybody. Yeah. Because I guess it's maybe supposed to be a surprise for her, but she's making her own surprise party type thing. Uh, Or maybe she just doesn't want to do anything. I don't know. Mm-mm. She probably wants the party, but doesn't want to plan it, so she wants him to plan it since it's his money anyway, and she wants to make a grand entrance. (laughs) Probably. Uh Uh-huh. So the next scene, we see him shredding this list Uh Uh and type up this, like, Enter office email thing from his Apple computer, this green looking <laughs> Apple computer. Um, and he, it looks like he sends it, but then we see like him get up and walk out. Yeah. And then. So only like five names on that list. Correct. There was a whole bunch before. Now there's only five. Yeah. Some, somehow something behind the scenes was like deleting this list and then adding, adding different, different people. people. Yeah. I don't know. So now it's party day and we see this line of cars following each other with all the guests to the party. Mm-hmm. In this line, the invitation, we kind of see clips of the invitation itself. And it says that there will be terror, humiliation, and perhaps even murder. (laughs) Why would anybody be intrigued by that? I don't know. And I still have questions to this day. Yes. After watching this If you receive that in the mail, you're like, cool, sign me up. What do I wear? Oh my God. So if people, if they don't get murdered, they're able to get a million dollars paid to whoever stays the entire night in this building. Oh God. Okay. 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 So the cars arrive at the house and we meet a very impatient Pritchett. Chris Catan. Which I I love. I love Chris Catan. Yeah. I love Chris Catan. And he's pretty good in this movie too. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I like him. So, but his name is Pritchett. Okay. Okay. So. I call him Chris in my notes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He owns this house. And so he calls over and over to everybody to like, hurry, get out mm-hmm. of the cars. We got to go. We got we to get this thing going, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So they're all going to walk the rest of the way because I guess they can't get the cars through. To the actual house. Correct. Like, like walk a trail from the road to the house. Yeah. Okay. So now we meet Melissa, Sarah, Donald, and Eddie. Did you see who, Donald, that Blackburn? Did yes. You see, did you recognize who he was? I did. The dad from Zoe's Playlist. I know. Me. He's so cute. He's so cute. I noticed, I recognized I mean, all of them. He's kind of gross in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, I reckon, and then there's Tay Diggs. Yeah. He's Eddie, yeah, of yeah. course. And then I think the blonde lady, the one who I thought her name was Jennifer, but her name was actually Sarah. Um, well, because she, she said her name was Jennifer, but it's not it's actually Sarah. Right. She was messing with us, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think she's in um, another horror movie, I can't what it's called, but she was also in Legally Blonde. That's more my speed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, they've been in some things that I've seen. Yeah. But anyways. Whatever. So before they start walking, Eddie wants to know why this guy, Steven, he's 
the husband. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen has Price. Price, mm-hmm. yeah. So he, who he's never heard of, is inviting them to this birthday party. Let's go. Let's Hold up, I got one up. question. What's up with this? Like, why is this Price suit inviting us to a birthday party? I, I never even heard of him. Uh, neither have I until we want to rent the place. But right now, I just have to get you lovely people inside, okay? Please. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you don't know this guy, right? And you're going to get in a car. You're going to. Go to a house that says that if you don't get murdered, you get a million dollars, and you think that this is a good idea? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Right. So they all walk up to this house together. But Chris Kattan doesn't know him really either. No. He got the same invitation, and he owns that house. I don't. Why? Okay. Why would these people do this? I don't know. There's no way in hell I would do this. No. Never. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So they all walk up this house together. They just, like, look at this. I mean, it's a huge building. Yeah. They're, they're kind of in awe of it. So inside, it's pretty dark. Yeah. We hear some A lot use, of candles. A lot of candles. The fireplace has been lit. None of them seem to be concerned on, like, how creepy this building is. Yeah. And they also walk in more of, like, concerned that, like, where's the party? Opposed right. to, like, where the fuck are we? Right. So, okay. I don't, I don't They're kind of blinded by the million bucks, I think. So. I think so. Okay. Which is weird, though. Because uh-huh. I don't... Okay. So... They all wait for Stephen Price. Mm-hmm. Eddie makes joking comments that by the end of the night, they will all be hacked up into little pieces. I wouldn't worry. I'm sure by the end of the night, we'll be hacked up into little pieces by something. Uh... Which yeah. they actually will. Yeah, yeah. Just then, Evelyn walks in. Mm. She makes her grand entrance. She looks around and asks, who the fuck are all of you? <laughs> Evelyn. Thank you. Oh, Evelyn. She we just, are also wondering that, I know. but you were kind of rude about it. You could just tone it down a little bit. <laughs> so then the glass ceiling breaks mm. and falls on them, almost like killing Evelyn with this large piece of glass. A huge piece of glass. It just like cuts her cheek. I just... But then like Tay Diggs, Eddie, runs and like tries to like push her out of the way, but almost I think kind of made it worse because the yeah. glass almost hit her in the face. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. So now Stephen mm. Price, mm-hmm. um, smoking a cigar, casually walks down the stairs, tells her that by her getting marked on the cheek or getting scratched on the cheek, she was going to be the first one to die tonight. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. <laughs> he asked Pritchett if that was the way that the story goes since his father and his grandfather died the same way yeah. or died in that house, basically. Yeah. Pritchett goes into the story that his grandfather built this place but died somewhere else but that his dad like died during some construction accident, I guess some renovation type thing that they were mm-hmm. doing. And he just wants to get paid. Like yeah. he's like, he's given the story, but he's like, he's like, my, my money deals. I bring you the people. I get my million bucks and I go, right. Give my money. I got to leave. <laughs> so now I guess the game is going to begin. He, yeah. I guess so. Okay. So Evelyn says that she wants to have a word with Steven. So she tells everyone else that there's food and booze in the main main living area or main mm-hmm. room to go ahead and knock themselves out while yeah. they have this discussion. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, we see the security guy monitoring surveillance and watching Evelyn and Steven's conversation that they're having mm-hmm. in, the, in a bedroom, I guess, or some kind of room. E- I, I don't. It's some room. It's weird. This is where we we find out how dysfunctional their relationship mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She says that she doesn't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. And he said that they weren't the people that he actually invited through yeah. this email. And it must be Ghost that did it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then she talks Great. about her wanting him to drop dead in three seconds. <laughs> and him, he's like pulling his hair and she's like biting him. And I'm just like, what, what the what do we have? It's what are toxic. We doing? It's super toxic. And then they're like bickering and she tells him, well, why don't you go greet your guests? 
And then she says that she's going to take a scolding hot shower to wash <laughs> off where he touched her. And then she's going to call a cab and leave. And I was like, uh, ouch. I just, <laughs> what is this? Okay. Has it always been this way? It's not healthy. How long have they been married? Like, I've got no. questions. Obviously, she's into it for the money, but like, he's got to be into it for like, I don't know, what? Because he likes, he gets a rise out of like pissing her off? I don't get it. Maybe. Okay. It's it's toxic. Okay, great. Steven goes downstairs and gives Pritchett his money and also shows the million dollar checks that he has made out to cash to whoever makes mm-hmm. it out alive. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're going to get it when they, when, when the sun comes up and they haven't died. He said they right? have to stay in the house until, yes, morning sunrise. Uh, if you die, you obviously lose. Oh, right. But the remaining people can divvy up the remaining amount of Five money. million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Pritchett's out. So Steven. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. He's like, give, give me my, my check. Money. I'm out. I'm going to leave. Yeah. So Steven signs his check and lets him go. Then he asks the names of all the other people. Mm-hmm. So we, we meet everybody around here. So we have a doctor, we have a celebrity, we have a baseball player, and we have a film executive. Mm-hmm. I think one of them is not telling the truth, though. Was it the film executive? Yes. I think so it was her. So the baseball player is Eddie Tay Diggs. Correct. The doctor is Blackburn. Yes. Um, the TV reporter. Sarah. <sighs> Melissa. Melissa. Mm-hmm. She's, the one, she's holding like a handheld camera with her, like videoing all of this. Yes. And then the executive, she says her name is Jennifer. Which it's not. Her name is actually Sarah. It's Sarah. So okay. I'm going to, I probably have fucked it up in here because. Anyways. I called her Jennifer a bunch because I, I'm like, oh, I guess now her name is fucking Sarah. <laughs> cool. When and she, even when she explains why, I didn't think she said what her real name was. So I still had her Jennifer, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So Pritchett gets loud. He interrupts and says that he wants his money now. Mm-hmm. So he grabs a check. And before he walks out, we hear like this machinery engine sound starting yeah, up. Yeah, all these gears. We see gears, yep. Mm-hmm. And then we see like these metal doors. Metal pieces of, I don't know, like they're like sheets of metal covering that, like block all the windows and doors. So the gears are like creating this barricade in the house. So you can't leave. Right. So all the doors are getting closed. So Chris Catan is like running to the door to try to get out because he sees the door getting like darker and darker as he gets closer (laughs) to it. Can't make it in time. And now everybody is completely locked. Inside the house. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. They're not getting out. Yeah. So he freaks out. Mm-hmm. And when the others ask what this is, he tells them that it's like a lockdown mechanism yeah. for this old asylum that it used to be. And his dad never had a chance to disable it before the house killed him. Yeah. And basically, this is the same thing that happened. The house barricaded everybody in back in 30 when everybody burned to death. Correct. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Eddie says that he thought that he told them that his dad died because of an accident, and Pritchett said that he lied, and it was actually the house that killed him. Yeah. Okay. Sure was. So there's no working phone, apparently, in this house. Their cell phones aren't going to work because of all the metal. Mm -hmm. And he tells them that the house is alive and that they're not going anywhere. Yeah. They're going to- They're going to die. They're going to die. Yeah. They ask Pritchett if anyone will be coming to check on the house, just Mm kind of thinking that maybe somebody will find them. Sure. And he says that the cleaning crew is going to be there around 9.30 in the morning, but they're all going to be mutilated by then. <laughs> yeah. It won't matter. Just more cleaning for the crew, basically. I mean, come on. Yeah. So Eddie is like, okay, well, then where are the controls for this place? And of course, they're in the basement. <laughs> Everything's always in a fucking sketchy-ass basement. <laughs> okay. So 
they don't really want to go down there. Well, who would? Yeah. So he's like, it's a maze down there. You're mm. going to get lost. You're going to die, whatever. Sarah demands for him to tell her how to get down there. So he shows her. Like, yeah, he agrees to go with them. Correct. Mm-hmm. But before she leaves, Evelyn tells her that Stephen probably had something to do with this. Yeah. And to take something to protect themselves. Yeah, she should have a weapon. Okay. <laughs> So Evelyn asks Stephen if he's going to bring, you know, out any of the party props. So they all go over to these, like, casket-looking things. <sighs> there's, like, this big coffin. Right. And when it opens, there's a whole bunch of little coffins inside. Little and mini coffins. There's mini coffins. And it's on some type of water. And then there's, like, fog. Yeah, that's true. Inside the big Why? coffin. Why? Well, I guess maybe because it's a party and this is a party prop. Well, it gets worse because inside all the little coffins are guns. There's a gun, a handgun, in each mini coffin. Yeah. So Evelyn picks one of these up. Sure she does. Yeah. And notices that the clips are welded to the guns. Mm. So now we don't know if there's any bullets in them. Yeah. Or if they're full of bullets. Sure. So I guess. Someone's full of something here. She's kind of excited about it, which is pretty weird, right? Sure is. Because she points it at Price. Yes, she does. Doesn't do anything about it. No. But, you know, just gets a rise out of it for herself, for sure. And Tay Diggs takes it from her and just takes it. Right. (laughs) He's like, I will take this a thank you. Don't you worry about this. Okay. So Stephen goes to the bathroom, or what we think is going to the bathroom. Uh Meanwhile, everyone heads down to the basement. Which is huge. Massive. This is a big building. What do you think the price of this house on Zillow is going to (laughs) be? Um, I'm going to say, okay, it's built in 1931. It's I, massive. 1999. I'm going to say 3.5 million. Okay. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. So Pritchard struggles, but finally he gets like this big lever light switch thing flipped. Yeah. And the lights come on. Yeah. Okay. And mm, yeah. And they said it didn't smell good, of course. No. It never does. Why would it? But it wouldn't. And when they get the lights on, they just see a whole bunch of um like glass cases with dead bodies in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's skeletons, there's corpse. Like yeah. I don't why? What why? And it's like I feel like this crazy mad scientist doctor had all these dead bodies on display for like trophies is what it felt like. Right. Because the, there was like little baby sizes. And then these people were like emaciated because they still had like skin. It wasn't just like a skeleton. It was like skin on bones still. How? It was like no organs. How? This was I from 1931. No, what is he preserving them in? I don't know. I don't want to know, really. That's true. I'm not interested in the details. <laughs> I just want to move out of this room. It was good. It was pretty gross. It's gross. It's gross. And we get like real close-up zoom-in shots of them, and I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> that was a lot of glass. I wonder how long it took, like how expensive that was to put that glass, the glass boxes in there. And also when uh, Pritchett's dad bought the house to like renovate it, because that would not have been the first thing he got rid of with these random dead bodies. That would have been the first thing that I would do. 100%. Yeah. 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 Okay. So as they walk through these dusty concrete hallways, Mm -hmm. a portion of the ceiling starts collapsing and almost takes Sarah out. Naturally. So they continue on and the screen turns into this monitor and we're back with a security guard, Carl. Mm -hmm. Like, so we're kind of flipping back from 
our view to other people's yeah, view. Yeah, where they're being watched. I guess that's kind of cool. Yeah, because Price goes into this, like, control room. Yes. This, is, this guy works for Price. And Price hired him to just, I guess, watch everybody because his plan, of course, is to fuck with people. Of course. He runs amusement parks. His rides fuck with people. Like, he gets a rise again out of, like, making people squirm, yes. right? Yes, So, yes, his goal there was not to do all that happens to these people, but his goal was to terrify these people somehow. So, which makes sense why Evelyn doesn't believe him when he tells her, like, he has no parts of what's going on. Correct. So, the monitors are this guy on Price's payroll surveying these people wandering around the house. Okay. Because then Price says to him, like, hey, I think it was interesting you had the whole house lock up, but next time you do stuff like that, give me a heads up so I know what's happening. Correct, yeah. And the guy's like, oh, I didn't do that. I, had, <laughs> I didn't know that was happening. I had no idea. And then Steven's like, ooh. It's Evelyn. I don't know how she did it, but it was Evelyn. Uh-huh. How? Okay. Why? Because they don't trust each other and they're trying to one up each other and piss each other off. I don't understand. And eventually murder each other. So, but why? Why bring other people into this? Mm. Okay. So, Pritchett, Jennifer, slash Sarah, and Eddie <laughs> continued their walk down this basement. Yeah. Stephen pops up out of nowhere, <laughs> almost gets shot. And then they notice like a pretty big hole in the side of one of these hallways with yeah. a creepy door behind it. Yeah. It so comes back. Someone was really trying to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after everyone keeps moving, the door begins to like rattle and start bleeding. The door was bleeding. <laughs> yeah. And a couple more bricks fall off that Guys, hole in the wall. doors don't bleed. They were, it was bleeding. It was ble- <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> so they find this old electroshock therapy yeah. room. And a saturation chamber. Oh, Where they used to put people with schizophrenia to scare them back to normal. Like the It's I, so fucked up. I mean I so guess, fucked up. I mean, I guess the 30s they were just trying to like It was all experimental, I, which is awful. It's just awful. It's awful. But they leave these rooms pretty quickly. Yes, they do. They're not interested in seeing what else is in this electroshock room <laughs> and this saturation chamber. Bye. Yeah. So Jennifer and Eddie lead the group out of the room and soon realize that Stephen and Pritchett aren't behind them. Of course not. They've gotten separated again, of course. They have. They've gone in completely different directions. <sighs> so as Jennifer and Eddie enter another room, Sarah happens to look up and sees like wires hanging out of this wall. And she has an idea that she's going to try and fix it, question mark. <sighs> Why? Why? I mean, literally, it's not even like at eye level. It's Almost at the ceiling. Yeah. So she gets this table. She jiggles some wires. Mm-hmm. And I guess the lights start working she a little like bit. She puts her arm in the hole in the wall. Gross. And you know what? Anything else, there could be a rat in there. Okay? I'm at just- minimum, don't do that. <laughs> don't could, do it. You could get rabies. You could, yes. Or tetanus. You don't know what's in that wall. Safety first, Jennifer. Safety. And there's probably asbestos in it. Let's be real. This is the 30s. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> But she was saying that there's always more than one, like, way to wire. Like, lighting can happen in this house. It doesn't matter. She it's, grabs, like, a random wire that she just pulled out of the hole in the wall. There was a lot of wire. And just, like, moved it around, and all these lights came on the basement. That's not how electricity works. No. And you could have gotten killed. 100%. Come on now. Okay. Okay. So Eddie starts asking Jennifer about who she is and, mm-hmm. you know, asks her about her story, like where she came from or whatever. Yeah. So she keeps walking and thinks that he's behind her. He could, she's going into this story. And this, this is where we learn that her name's not Jennifer. Correct. Her it's name Sarah. Is Sarah, because she's Jennifer's assistant. Correct. Jennifer didn't want to go, so she gave her the invitation, so she went to the party as Jennifer. Because she wanted the million dollars. Yeah. Okay. So she finally realizes that he's not behind her, and we start hearing like this 
growling noise? Yeah. So she sees a shadow down one of the hallways, calls for Eddie because she thinks it's Eddie. Sure. She finds him standing hunched over in a doorway. Why did she keep following him? I don't know. They were walking side by side and all of a sudden they get separated and now he's like running away from you and you think you should go chase him? Has that been what's been going on this entire time? I don't know. And he's acting weird too. Yes, because he'll like stop at a doorway and look at her and when she starts to walk toward him, he like ducks into that room and runs a different direction. And then she catches up, has to find him in another doorway. You don't know this dude. What? Right. I, I, and I immediately trust him? What's uh, happening? He's no. leading you around this weird maze? I don't know. Okay. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She catches up to him finally, and he is just standing, moving very kind of awkwardly. Yeah. Not saying a word. No. So she follows him into another room with like this very large vat of blood-looking liquid. Ugh, yeah. He stands on the edge and then just kind of falls in. So yeah. he goes underneath this bloodbath. Gross. Sarah freaks out, goes to try to save him. She puts her hands in. She's trying to like fish around. She's screaming his name. And then after a few seconds, we hear Eddie in front of her, not in the vat. No, no. Asking her what she's doing. Uh, didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like because that either. Because something did grab her. Arm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she, she looks at him confused, starts to get pulled <sighs> into this bloody vat herself, but then ends up being let go and she kind of like falls back. God, gross. That's that's creepy. Gross. Yeah. So Sarah and Eddie finally make it back to the others where they're like casually drinking at this bar area. Yeah, they're all back upstairs, but chilling. They're, they look real casual. 100%. Pritchett says, That? What just happened to you there? That's nothing. You've just been playing around with the ghosts. Wait till somebody lets out the darkness in this place. That's a whole, that's a whole new bunch of crazy shit. That's, you'll hate that shit. What is this darkness? It. The thing. The evil. The thing that's the rotten core at the bottom of this place. The thing that's going to kill us all. Death by corrosion. That thing. Isn't yep. it already happening? Because I, I feel like it already is. It's already happening. They're getting their little toes in the water. <laughs> just little toesies. <laughs> The only one not at this little gathering is Melissa, who is traipsing around this place with her Mm -hmm. camera going, videoing everything. And as she's walking, ghosts are swirling around her. But she doesn't see them. So she just hears like whooshing. Oh, because I'm like, she's not frightened at all. They see her and like we see them, but she doesn't see them. But she feels them. Yeah, because she got this like weird gust of like wind in the basement, which was strange. Because like these ghosts like charged her and whooshed around her and she was like, huh? So she keeps But that still would freak me the fuck out. Yes, go back upstairs. Oh my God, girl. 
It, it, you get safety in numbers. Safety in numbers. But the people who survive this right. stay together the entire fucking time. They do. That's Listen to us. That's just- <laughs> Jesus. We're here for you and for your safety. <laughs> Damn it. So all of the moaning starts and she starts walking up to one of these surgical rooms and we can mm-hmm. see what used to happen this in this camp. This kind of cool. I kind of like this. Yeah. You know what? I forgot about this part. Yeah. Okay. So for me, this entire scene I thought was kind of cool and a little creepy and yeah. then nothing was cool or creepy the rest of the movie. <laughs> this was it. This was it. Because even highlight. like the weird ghost is kind of creepy in this too. I agree. Hmm. Okay, so she is walking up to the surgical room with her camera going into this room. Yes. So what we can see through her camera, not yes. in actual life, yeah, on the monitor, mm-hmm. is what is be what was happening in the 1930s. Yeah, where it was the two nurses and the doctor cutting open that guy who was alive. Yes. But she's looking at it on her camera, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And when she puts her camera down and looks into the room, it's empty. Correct. It's how it is in whatever 99, uh-huh. just gross and blah. And then she looks back at the camera and she sees the four people in there and she hears like the guy yelling on the surgical table, looks back down, it's empty. Yeah. When she looks again, the people on the camera slowly look at her. Fuck that. And I did not like that. Fuck that. And then she hears a noise behind her. So she slowly turns and there's a patient wearing like a gas mask, it looked like. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. At the end of the hallway. And this part I didn't love. (laughs) He like charges her uh-huh. and gets in her face so fucking fast and does this like jolty head spinning like super fast motion yeah and then lets out with this like roar yell thing and his face is all teeth and he's like ah chomp chomp bite bite <laughs> he's real teethy real teethy <laughs> and i thought this was the creepiest part of the entire movie it was because it was like his movement his jarring motion yeah like, mm, I don't like that it's all downhill from here but then nothing really happened after that <laughs> And she really didn't even, I mean, she screams and then we can hear her scream where the others are. Like right. we can hear her in the distance. Right. So Eddie, Sarah, Stephen, and Donald all go to find her. Yes. So they find this like puddle of blood with her camera laying on the ground, like right next to it. Uh-huh. That place, okay. That place is huge. Yeah. The, oh. It is, it is a maze. Side note. Before they run downstairs, because Chris Catan didn't want to go with them, right? Yeah. And he was like, Jesus She's dead. She was cute too. God, I'd love to get laid before I died. <laughs> and she turns to him like, no fucking way. And he goes, right. ugh, fine. And he goes to the rest of the team to go investigate. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> he tried. He tried. He gave it his effort. You know what? He put all the cards on the table. Yeah. He got rejected. He did. And but he, he tried. He tried. <laughs> That's really all he can do. Uh-huh. So then as you're saying, now they're all running. Everybody but Evelyn runs well, downstairs. And they are you saying they find her quickly or the room that she was in very quickly? Yes. Yeah. Out of that entire massive building. Mm-hmm. Okay. We knew where she was in the basement. The basement's huge. It's literally a maze. It's huge. Yeah. And they, met, they went right to her. I just don't yes. know. Does she have like a beam of light that they happen to see <laughs> or like the sound or like I how do they? Know. They got a tracking device on her. I, I don't know. know. So they realize that there's blood, more blood marks. It's kind of like a drag mark type thing to yep. the middle of the room. And then it just stops. Uh-huh. Like it, 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 it ends right there. Yeah. Then they look up mm. and we see on the ceiling that there are drag marks. And Melissa thinks that she was eaten by the house. Mm. Why would that be your first thought? That was my thought too. Um, And I was wondering how you got to that jump. Very quickly. Granted, (laughs) the blood drag marks on the ceiling, there's no real explanation for that. No, no. But 
for the first reaction to be like, you know what, guys? The house, the house did it. You know where she is? In the walls. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what, Sarah Jennifer? You're right. I'm trying to think of the reaction that I would have had if you would have said that to me. Like, you know what? I think Melissa got ate by the wall. <laughs> you know what? I might say something like that to you. <laughs> that doesn't sound not Stephanie-like. So what would you say? Um, hey, Courtney, I <laughs> think in this horror movie we're watching, um, I think she's kicking by the walls. I think... I don't... Well, I'm trying to figure out how I would react because I don't know. Because I would think you are fucking crazy right how now. How much hard seltzer you have? Or, you or can't. it depends on the day. Yeah. I'd probably ask more follow-up questions. Oh, I love it. So how do you know that the house ate? Mm, just Melissa? a hunch. A just mm-hmm. a hunch. Just a hunch. Gut feeling. So in where is she? Mm, in the walls. In the walls. <laughs> <laughs> like between the walls? Is there like a big area that she'd be able to fit? Is sure. she like, did she like dissolve? Like, is she like a mist? Hard or- to say. Oh. <laughs> you know, she's moving around. Hard okay. to say. You know what? She's standing right behind you. You never know. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. Okay. So back at the bar, Melissa rewinds the tape. And tries to figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. Like she takes her tape and figures it out. Tries to figure it out. So, she, but they don't see anything on the video. No, it doesn't show you anything because it's not angled in the right direction no. to see where she's at. You just at. see her hand land in this pool of water, and then you hear screaming, and we that's have, the entire video. We have no idea. Which is basically less helpful than when they were in the basement. That's true. I feel like they could have <laughs> find out more information down there than on that tape because Sarah Jennifer is already onto the whole in the walls thing, <laughs> which gave them more information than the video. That's <laughs> so then Evelyn asked Stephen how he did that, like mm-hmm. how he made her disappear into the wall or if he actually just killed her. Right. So he says that he doesn't know. He, he's not, he didn't do it. Right. So then she pulls out one of the guns and shoots towards him. Like, yeah, because she the threatens side. to shoot him and he's like, like I'd give you a loaded gun, bitch. And she shoots him and a bullet comes out. Bullet comes out, <laughs> grazes his head, and it gets some of like the glasses behind him on the shelf. Right. And then she tells the room it's time for her to retire. Oh my God. And she's going to go to her bedroom. You know what? I'm going to tell that to my husband. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to retire for the I'm night. I'm going to retire to my quarters. I'm going <laughs> to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. So your husband will be like, what? I know. You're going to what? You're going to do, okay. You're going to bed? Oh, you're, okay. Okay. Let's just say that. <laughs> just tell me you're going to bed. So Eddie and Sarah decide that they're going to try to find out like what happened. Mm-hmm. And so, try to find a way to like break out of the house. Yes. Donald is going to try and find Melissa and Pritchett needs another drink. Sure does. He sure does. I feel like. He's a lush. He's, but why would you, why? Why? Uh, Maybe he's trying to numb the inevitable. Maybe. Maybe. He's getting drunk. Mm-hmm. And then Price goes back to the control room. Yes. To talk to his friends. Mm-hmm. When he goes in, yeah. he turns Carl around in his chair. Yeah. His whole head is hollowed out. Yeah. So like from his, his ears forward are missing. And then there's nothing inside his skull. Okay. So, so what happened to his brain? Um, Someone got hungry. <laughs> and they got a little snacky snack. How did they get How did they get his face off of his skull? They're ghosts. Oh. They can do all types of things, especially ghosts who live in walls. They've got serious types of powers. Ah. So Sarah has these powers now, now that she's a wall person? Um, there's training involved. Oh, training. There's several courses she's going to have to go through. Oh, wow. She's at a 101. You know, you got to get to like a 301 before you're a master. <laughs> and, um, you know, you got to have the ground level. Oh. So Melissa's getting there. <laughs> that really was 
a lot. <laughs> so Price okay. looks at the monitors <laughs> and he sees a man in a lab coat holding what looks like a little hatchet, a meat cleaver hatchet thing. Yeah, he is. Um, and it looked like the guy in the lab coat looked at him in the camera. Mm-hmm. And he just started walking. He's like moving jerky, like jerkily. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a word? Jerkily. jerkily. I liked it. You know, jerk, jerky. No, no, jerky. I got oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. It's not a word, but I liked okay, it. Okay, great. <laughs> but it was the same as the ghost that Melissa saw downstairs, a kind of like jolty movement. So he does the same thing, kind of like twitchy, jerkily movement. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you used it. Okay. <laughs> but Price, at first I thought he was thinking like what the fuck is that and like went to go check it out yeah he believed it was another person in the house which i was like okay okay you know who's there okay so he goes out of the control room to go chase this guy correct and then we see chris katan pritchett like sifting through these like drawers to find what what is he looking for i don't i never tell us i have no idea i have no idea why is it still full of shit why has he not hired a crew (laughs) to demolish this entire house hospital and burn it to the fucking ground that's a good question just sell it. Just, you know it's got a lot of bad energy in it. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of it. Knock it to the ground. I mean, you knew that when these metal doors came down that mm-hmm. you were fucked. Yeah. And if you're going to rent it out for people, you can have it in your, like, contract that I will not be on the property. No. No. I will send you keys in the mail. 100%. I will have my mm-hmm. assistant come and meet you. Yep. Not me. Go to the Better Business Bureau if you want. <laughs> I'll drop the keys there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the lights begin to start buzzing very loudly, and everyone ends up in this electrotherapy room. Yeah, how did everybody get there so quickly? I don't know. Okay, they've learned the maze very well. They they have, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that that's how that works, but (laughs) they realize that Evelyn is being electroshocked in this room. Yeah. Everyone starts, like, pulling all these levers that are on the wall just to try to get it to stop, and finally, they pull one of them. It does stop. Evelyn's dead. From what we can yeah, tell. because Blackburn, the doctor, and he confirmed it for all of us. Right. He's like, so, sorry. So glad he's there. Yeah, because he found the pulse or no pulse and no one else could do that, I guess. Right. Okay. <laughs> Steven's upset. He uh-huh. thinks that, that one of the others did it. Uh-huh. So he thinks that one of them is dressing up like the doctor, <laughs> but Pritchett <laughs> freaks out and knows that it's the doctor. Uh-huh. Steven pulls the gun out again. Then Sarah pulls out her gun. Then we, like, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Eddie beats the shit out of him. They throw him in this saturation <laughs> capsule. <laughs> Which I called a pressure cooker. <laughs> <laughs> It looks cooker. like a big rice cooker pressure yeah, cooker kind of thing. It yeah. really does. Okay. It spins. I'm sure it spins on the inside of a pressure cooker, right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm I've not never in been there. inside one. Correct. <laughs> you don't know what happens in there. Know. You don't know what happens when the door's closed. Let the pressure cooker do its thing, you know? <laughs> Donald says that he's going to stand watch of this mm-hmm. capsule chamber thing, and the others leave. Yeah, they ask if he'll be okay by himself. So you're going to stay, make sure he doesn't get out? I'll stay and keep an eye on him. You're going to be okay by yourself? I hope. I hope so. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do I'll my best. Manage. I can do this. Okay. Then Donald flips the switch on this capsule mm-hmm. thing, and things start like happening inside. Oh, it's spinning. Yeah. And then he like just happily leaves. Oh yeah. Because at first he was saying like, "Oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Oh, does this help?" And he's slowly turning the lever on it. Right. And then you realize he did it on purpose, and he's like, "Okay, bye." See ya. And he walks away from him, and inside the pressure cooker, there's. <laughs> 
it's like there's slits cut out in the wall and yeah. there's images behind it. So when it spins and it's going fast, it turns into like a, a so movement. It's like one of those like, books. Like yeah. A, like a flip book. Flip book. Yeah. So Price is seeing these images spinning so fast. Like this movie is a little trippy to watch because there's a lot of like yeah. flickering, a lot of strobing. And I don't like that anyway. Right. It doesn't like me. <laughs> so I didn't like a lot of this, but watching it at noon on a Sunday is always fine. Right. You know, Lots at night light. probably would have been different. Yeah. But it was a little stroby feeling. It was stroby. Didn't like it. I agree with that. Yeah. Now we're back with Sarah and Eddie. Uh-huh. They randomly are walking down these hallways when they find the doctor's office and decide mm-hmm. to go in. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do we need to do this? See, like, we need them to go in there because they give us information. We don't need them to go in there to find the information out, but that's why they go in there. But, like, they didn't need to. They did not need to go in there. You know what? Curiosity. Uh, that's all it was. Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, and several other people. Okay. <laughs> Basically, everybody in the building. <laughs> Steven's losing it in the machine. Oh, yeah. So then we see him on, like, a gurney mm-hmm. with, like, a his... Like a cage dead- on his head. Yeah, I had like his, yeah, because I had his like head dead bolted like to the yeah the metal like cage. I think it's like when your neck is broken or something like oh, that when yeah. you have like the, the bolts on it. Yeah, on to your go head, into your skull, and it's like this weird like metal mouth thing over his mouth. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So we have some weird images happening now. We yeah. have like this naked woman, of course. Of course, there's more boobs squatting in a corner with like blood coming out of their mouths. Naked women floating in like this water. Uh huh. He has his head wrapped in plastic and thrown. <laughs> I, 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 said, a- I said, now this Michael Jackson looking character <laughs> with lipstick comes over and tells Price <laughs> that they know who he is. Uh huh. Wraps his head in plastic and wraps some type of wire around it and throws him in a pool of water. Uh, with naked women. Yeah, there's a naked woman in there because he pulls the plastic off his head in the water. <sighs> he sees a naked woman just like floating in the water. So he swims over to her. She opens her eyes and opens her mouth and all his blood comes out. And then she turns into that weird, crazy, mouthy, teethy thing and yells at him underwater. And he's like, wow, swimming, 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 swimming. And he somehow gets away from her. But then we see he's still in the pressure cooker. So the like weird yeah. images are like it's fucking, fucking with, with his him. head. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because if there was water in this building, it would be green. Oh, that'd be so disgusting. And Stop. murky and have like Blech. about four inches Blech. of like slime on Blech. the top of it. That's what would happen. Okay. Oh, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So back in the doctor's office, Eddie finds a picture of the doctor in a, like a 1931 class. So I guess it's like everybody that works there yeah. type thing. Sarah realizes that everybody on the guest list was some kind of family, a distant family relative of somebody that was in this picture. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Chris Catan shows up. <laughs> he does. He pops in. Scares the crap out of them. Huh? And he says that those five people were the only five sole survivors of that fire in 31. Correct. And then they're like, well, why would Price do that? And Chris Catan had another great line that I loved. He, like, kicked something in the room and he said, Price didn't make the list. The house did she's a vengeful, stupid whore. She's a vengeful, stupid whore. Oh <laughs> I can't. <laughs> this movie needed him. It, it really mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. I mean, the house is kind of a vengeful whore. And she is a stupid whore for sure. She is not a nice, nice woman. No. And it's got a lot of energy in this house. Yeah. And it was used to alter the email. So now he's going in and he's telling us how... 
this energy in this house and there's no internet service <sighs> this there. This is all a stretch. But somehow the energy got through the the super highway of internet mm, mm-hmm. and it but there's definitely t- not internet in a house that no. was built in 31 and no one has lived in no so there's definitely no internet in there um there's not even a fucking phone in there <laughs> so no so, dial up or anything no no fax machine nothing but no. somehow the house got to price's computer uh-huh. in his office reworked his email true sent it to different people create a different list and got the five people there, but that's only because the house is a vengeful, stupid whore. <laughs> and he also tells us the house is pissed. She has no morals because right. it's a house. <laughs> okay, hold on. You can't use the line saying because it's a house when you're saying that somehow it controlled the internet. And it, it, it let's move on. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay. And I feel like they like wrote the movie and they were like, but how did the house just internet? It, but doesn't internet? <laughs> Stop throwing internet at me. It was the internet. Moving on. What's the next part of the movie? Moving on. That's what I feel like happened in the writer's room with this. No, it did. It's it a, did. Guys, just the internet. Oh, yeah. You know what's the 90s? The internet is like a newer set. I think, I think that's yes. where it came from. Mm-hmm. They don't know how the internet works. It's a scary place. <laughs> Deep, dark web. The vengeful whore. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ends up looking at this picture again and mm-hmm. realizes that Donald's name is not anywhere. Yeah, like where's Blackburn on, on here? Uh-huh. It wasn't. Well, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Now we see Donald find dead Evelyn laying on a table. Yeah. Why he, did they just leave her? Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I don't matter. know why you're asking questions. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We just need to move on. Yeah. So he walks over to her, licks a napkin and tries to get the blood off from around her mouth. Yeah. Then he leans down, makes out with her. Gross. Gropes her. His hand wanders down her entire body. And I said, ew. Ew. Yeah. And then he says that um, she's beautiful and suddenly cooperative. And I was like, that's fucking disgusting. Oh, that's not okay. So gross. And then he gets a needle out. Yeah. And he shoots her in the vagina. I don't. Oh, I don't know if I saw that. Because that's where his hands wandered to. Oh, that's true. And then that's where the needle went. Oh. Not a pun for his dick. Uh, An actual, like, syringe. Not a needle dick, guys. No. Well, not, we don't know. I mean, it could Maybe. be. Maybe. He's kind of a dick. Kind of a dick. <laughs> um, and then she wakes up. And she's real coherent, which is I very mean, surprising for being not dead. not groggy at all. No. And then she told him that the morphine that he gave her really worked. So did he give her morphine to pretend to be dead? Oh, interesting. 
Maybe. Did he give it to her to like knock her out? Maybe. Or maybe prevent her from dying doing the electrotherapy stuff? Maybe. Or like maybe she was like, she wasn't actually getting electric. I have no why idea. Why are happening. we trying to, why are we trying to make sense of it? Okay, we're moving on. The plan was that the two of them have this side thing. Right. They're like lovey-dovey gross, really gross together. And I guess their plan was to kill Price. And she would wake up miraculously. Correct. Once he's dead. So it wouldn't look like she killed him because right. she had to be dead. Correct. Mm. And then they could be together and love each other And she'll have all his money. Okay. Mm -hmm. They are playing a game with these people to freak them out, wanting one of them to shoot Steven, like you said. Mm -hmm. She needs the rest of them to be more scared now and says they they need another body. Yes. To freak them out a little bit more so that they will shoot him. And still neither of them know what happened to the reporter, that that Melissa girl who was looking at the camera. Yes. Because Evelyn asked Donald... If they found her yet, and he's like, no, I can't find her. But he doesn't think it's a big deal. And now she's convinced, well, what if she is working for Steven, and now she's spying for Steven? It's like a whole, like... It's ridiculous. It's bullshit. They don't trust each other. No. They're lying against each other. But it's 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 the house. The house has Melissa. <laughs> she's in the walls. Oh, God. So Donald asks how they're going to, like, find another body. Mm. So then she proceeds to stab him multiple times in the gut with like this scalpel that she has. You know it's rusty. You know it's a nasty scalpel. It's definitely not clean. No. That's for sure. It's been there for 60 something years. (laughs) It's nasty. But I mean, it might, it's inside. So maybe it's not like. It definitely has rat poop on it. Can we agree with that? Yes, we can. definitely rat poop on it. Maybe some spider web. Spider poop. Gross. Bugs. (laughs) So Sarah and Pritchett are warming themselves by the fire in the bar area when Eddie comes in with like this large metal pipe. And then Pritchett isn't interested in what they're trying to do because he's like completely like he's not even trying to pay attention. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering what they're going to be doing with this metal pipe. Yeah. Because I didn't understand. Right. I had I, no idea either. I get it as we're moving on. Sure. Okay. So we see someone in a dress, possibly Evelyn, mm-hmm. let Stephen out of this chamber area. Mm-hmm. So then Eddie, Sarah, and Pritchett start roaming the halls, and Pritchett finds more blood, more fresh blood. Yeah, because they go to look for Donald. Correct. Because they don't know where he's at. Chris is convinced he's dead because he would have showed up by now, but they're like, well, let's go look for him anyway. Okay. Well, because they think that he's behind this. Like, they think that he's, like, a part of They're this They're being now. very skeptical of everybody around them, sure. As you should. Mm-hmm. So they go into this chamber. They find Donald is in there. He's been decapitated, though. Yeah, they see his face in the window, and they open the door, and his body falls out, and just his head is mounted to the window on the inside of the door. I feel like that's a lot of work. And also how. I don't... Like, how do you put someone's head on the door and then lean their decapitated body against the door so when you open it, it falls out without letting them fall in when you're trying to put it You in? know what? <laughs> That's a very valid point. Okay. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Again, stop overthinking. Sarah goes to search for Price because now she thinks that he did it. Uh-huh. When she walks into this, like, glass container room with all these corpses and everything. Gross bodies, Yeah. She hears crying and thinks that it was Melissa. Yeah. She hears someone like calling for help and she says, keep talking, keep talking. I will try to find you. And then as she's getting closer to the stairs, Price pops out from behind one of these glass weird cases. Yeah. And she's freaked out by him because he's so disoriented. He's like, help me, help me. I just woke up over here. And she has the gun. Right. And she's pointing at him. And she is freaking out. And he's like, I just woke up. 
And he's like, please help me. And she points a gun at him and she says that she wouldn't help him, not even for a million dollars. Uh-huh. And she unloads the entire gun. Yes. On him. Like, Which, nuts. I mean. Which is what Evelyn wanted. Correct. Because they wanted somebody else to kill him. So that didn't look like she kills him so she can get all his money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Eddie and Pritchett run in because mm-hmm. they hear all this commotion. Yeah. Take her upstairs. And meanwhile. And he's like, come on, baby girl. I, <laughs> takes I know, her gun. Baby girl. He calls baby her girl. baby girl the entire time. And he walks her up the stairs. He's like, don't look, baby girl. Don't look. <laughs> Because Pritchett's like dead on the floor. Yeah, it's Don't pretty, look, baby girl. And they go upstairs. It's pretty cute. <laughs> so meanwhile, Evelyn walks in. She sees Steven on the ground. She says calmly, she like walks over to him and uh-huh. calmly uh, says that all she wanted was a divorce mm-hmm. and she only wanted him for his money. Then he ends up like grabbing her neck and starts choking her. He's not dead. No. Surprise. Surprise, bitch. So he throws her against a wall, rips open his shirt, and we see this bulletproof vest. Bulletproof vest, bitch. Didn't look like that. Wouldn't you be able to see that under his tight shirt? You'd think so. And he's also really lucky that Sarah Jennifer's a really good shot and didn't shoot him in the arm or the face or the thigh or anywhere else besides his chest. You're right. Okay. I guess anywhere else he wouldn't necessarily. Well, no, he's not. I'm going to assume she's a novice with a gun. Let's assume. I think we should all assume. Yeah. Okay. 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 So he tells her that he knows all about her and Donald. Uh-huh. They're playing. Every conversation has been bugged for years. Uh. So he says he's going to murder her. Then he ends up throwing her against a wall. She ends up going through it. Yeah. And we can hear like moaning and this distant screaming from the it inside of this room. that room where that bloody door was. Yes. Yeah. What kind of door was it? Bloody. Okay. I wish you guys could see this. She's got the hand motions, the bloody. <laughs> Something that looks like the more hand motions I make, the more doesn't gonna put a camera in here. I know it's gonna happen. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say I it. I know. Shh. Sit on Quite, my hand. Sit on your hand. <laughs> Something that looks like um like a magnet dust thing. What's the in, yeah. what's the inside of one like of those lead? etch-a-sketches? Is it lead? It might be. It's Is something magnetic. You know, like in the inside of a etch-a-sketch. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Magnet dust. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the scientific term for it. And it's a really good description because I just said weird, dark, gray, smoky stuff, but magnet dust I like a lot better. <laughs> Ma- Not being kind of sunny, I genuinely like it. Yeah. Well, because it feels like, because it's being like pulled up by something. Yeah. And it's like riding it's move- across. Moving across the floor. Because Evelyn is asking if Price is doing that. And I'm like, right. how? Does he have a giant Etch-A-Sketch with him? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I saw, no, he does not. Confirmed. <laughs> So he doesn't seem like the creative type that would like an Etch-A-Sketch. Mm-hmm. He's going to pay people to be creative for him. Correct. Uh, so then she's yelling to him. He's saying, get up, get up, let's go. She gets up and she can't even run out of the room before this weird like Etch-A-Sketch smoke <laughs> grabs her, pulls her against the wall, and she starts turning into like a burnt corpse. Yeah, she like disintegrates. Into this like ashy stuff. And now she's part of the Etch-A-Sketch smoke. She's part of the wall. Part of the house. She's in part the of that. She's in the wall, but yeah. you can see her face. Yeah, because now it's chasing him because he's uh-huh. like backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Because mm-hmm. I guess she's a ghost too. Okay, fine. And then he bumps into this <laughs> other glass case that like miraculously opens when he bumps into it. Oh, and yeah. He sees this like dismembered body with like one of the boobs cut off. And um, it's Mel- like it's like when you're when you have like um, 
It looks at the game operation a little bit. Kind of. Yeah. It's kind of like where, you know, where what do they call with the, the bug people? Like they're, they, their job oh, is Oh, with bugs. those like butterfly window yeah. things? Yeah. When it's you, like pinned on there. pinned on there. Yeah. Except with actual body parts. Sure. Because it was cut off limbs. Yes. And then Melissa's face. Yes. And he looks at it and he goes, oh, Melissa. <laughs> And he quickly runs away because this weird Etch-a-Sketch smoke is following him. (laughs) And it now has the face of his wife. Correct, yes. And she tells him. Stephen, I want you. I've always wanted you. We all do. They're all here. Everyone who's died. Everyone who's responsible. It's your turn. like all the dead people are there and they want him and blah 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 and now it's his turn correct so then he runs not quickly though no tripping stumbling whatever whatever and he's like gets to the stairs for the basement and i guess there's a door on it now well maybe the door was open before maybe it's closed now but of course he reaches for the knob and it falls Uh off the door and he's banging and banging and banging on the door and chris Catan hears him and he's like price (laughs) Is that you? Hello? Hello? And then Eddie and Jennifer Sarah are like, no, it can't be. He's dead. We just saw him. I shot him with the entire gun. Like every bullet in there, I shot him with. (laughs) Impossible. So of course, more curiosity. Of course. Chris goes over to the door and goes to open it and it blasts open. Yeah, it does. Like explodes. And the Etch-A-Sketch ghost grabs Chris Kattan and like sucks him in and now he's part of the ghost family too? Yeah. It well and, and Steven, he's a he's still living. He yeah, runs he out. He ducked out of the way. Yeah. And then he ran out the door and he tells Eddie and Sarah to run. Cor- correct. The evil is spreading and it is alive. Oh god. The house is alive <laughs> and she's a stupid whore. <laughs> She is. She sure is. She's a vengeful whore. She's a vengeful, stupid whore. <laughs> the evil is crawling on the walls, mm-hmm. on the ceiling, and starts busting up the floors. Did you, did you not find it's underwhelming? Very much so. It was like, why is this the ghost that's haunting them? It's so stupid looking. It's etch a sketch mist. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm saying. The it's ghosts that were not... like jolty, jerkily moving was much yeah. scarier than this thing. Than black mist. Uh, okay. Anyway. So Eddie and Sarah follow Steven to the attic. Yes. Because... They need to go to the attic. Yes. Steven throws some metal rods and ends up opening like one of the windows <laughs> to the upstairs a little bit. Because yeah, he hits this like lever and it makes the gears move, which is like the pulley system for the metal over the windows. It doesn't matter. But it's only the pulley system for one window. For one window, And it right. opens like halfway and that's it. So all of these metal doors are opened by rope. Which is fucked up. <laughs> Because how? I have no, like, chompy rats been in there and, like, none of chewed it, they right? Had, no, that's not a thing. Had to have. I, I don't know. I don't know how rats work. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know and- how rats work. <laughs> I mean, they're rodents. They chew on everything, right? They chew on wires. They chew on rope. I, you're not wrong. There's poop everywhere. <laughs> Let's just say. Wait a minute. What does poop have to do with this? Moral of the story of House on Haunted Hill. There's rat poop everywhere. All Stephanie knows is that. <laughs> rats poop. Rats poop. And they chew rope. They chew anything. They chew anything. 
Does this also mean there's a pulley system for each door and window? Because that's a really fat design. I have a question. Yes. So how did, when the whole like mechanical thing happened, <laughs> yeah. like at the beginning when everything shut down on the mm-hmm. first floor, mm-hmm. how did they all go at the same time? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. There can't be like one for every, it's okay. But maybe he hit the lever for just this one attic window. I, okay. Is there, what, but why is there one lever for that one window? Courtney, I had no answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were going with it, so I was going to try to get more answers out of I you. Was, I was trying, and then I just, I had nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. Oh, I was I was reaching. I was, seeing, I was seeing what you could come up with. So Eddie goes- I try to deliver what I can. I know. You're like, I got nothing. Eddie goes over to try to open this window, uh-huh. and then Steven ends up pushing Sarah out of it. Yeah. And the evil ends up getting him and turning him into dust now. Right. But then the evil also like sets fire to that rope that controls the play for that one window because as Eddie's trying to leave the window that Sarah already got out, the window closes because their rope got burnt by this Etch-A-Sketch ghost. <laughs> and now Eddie's trapped inside and he's like, no, I'm in here. And then he starts shouting to the ghost that he's not who they think he is. Right. Because his ancestors actually did not have any involvement in the house because he's he like, I'm adopted. was adopted. And <laughs> then the fucking dumbest part of the movie is this weird ghost guy uh-huh. who I guess is the family of his adoptive family pulls open a different pulley and opens the metal window and Sarah grabs him and pulls him out onto this ledge and then the metal closes and then the evil is in the house, and now they're on this ledge. I mean, I don't know, 100 feet above the water. Yes. What? There's this weird aberration of somebody that he's not related to that was like, oh, okay, you're not my actual grandkid? Cool. Bye. Like, I, what? I don't, that's not, I don't, okay. I didn't get it at all. Well, there's a lot that I don't get in this movie. So they're out on this ledge. After they catch their breath, she notices that there's an envelope that's stuck underneath the door. Yeah. How the did that get there? I don't. Did the ghost like plant it? How? I just I don't, none of it makes sense. I don't know. Eddie ends up opening it up. It's the five million dollars uh, in cash checks. Uh-huh. They start laughing hysterically because I think they're just like probably tired and they're happy and whatever. And then as the camera pans away, we see that they're at the top of this building. And how the fuck are they going to get down? They're dead either way. Maybe that's why they were laughing because they're like, we have this five million dollars. The irony, maybe. Maybe. Moral of the story: Rat the, poop. Rat poop. <laughs> Here's some fun facts. <laughs> Not a good transition. Oh, God. Not one of your favorites? Oh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, I would love to hear that. <laughs> okay. William Malone, he was the director. Yes. He got the idea to set the movie in a former insane asylum when he was filming an episode of Tales from the Crypt in 1989 in a former asylum and noticed that the crew was running scared out of the basement not wanting to film there. Well, who the fuck would want to be in the in the basement of an asylum? Hell no. No, thank you. Fuck that. Mm-mm. I don't care. Because I don't think that there, if there is a, a building called an asylum, yeah. nothing good is going to come from it. I've never told you this, but in a town near where I grew up, there was these um, psychiatric buildings that okay. were abandoned for a long ass time and people used to go into them. Uh-huh. I went into them. <gasps> Did you? Yes. Yeah, daylight, of course. Never at night. Um, but you're there like during the day and it's still creepy as fuck. Yeah, I can imagine. It's And like you hear normal noises. But, like, it's still creepy. No, I'm not interested. No. And, like, my biggest fear, like, what if there's, like, homeless people living there? Yeah. What if there are angry hobos? Okay. I don't know. 
anyway, the roller coaster. I got some really cool pictures though. I used to okay. take a bunch of camera photography. Oh really? Cool pictures in there. I don't know what happened to all that. I have to look on my like external hard drive. Yeah, you do. But I used to be really into photography, and I used to go with a friend of mine who was also into photography. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. How cool is that? Pretty fun. Okay. Okay. The roller coaster in the beginning of the movie is the Incredible Hulk ride at Universal Islands of Adventure in Orlando, Florida. Really? Florida, shout out. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I mean, we don't live in Orlando, no. but we live in Florida. Florida, represent. Okay. Anyway. Holla. Holla. We're so white. <laughs> okay. Co-producer Terry Castle is the daughter of William Castle, who directed the 1959 version of this film. This okay. is a remake. Oh. Oh, is it? Yeah, sure oh. is. What, when's the original? 59. <laughs> okay. No one saw your face, but I really like it. <laughs> okay. When Price says, from here on, it gets really scary, when the roller coaster zooms past him, mm -hmm. uh, the roller coaster had to be inserted digitally if it were to have really been on motion. As he stood there, the wind from the movement would have sent him flying off the ride entirely. Oh, interesting. Uh -huh. Which makes sense. I like mean, yeah. Flying. Yeah. Because okay, he was real close. I mean, too close. Too <laughs> Some would say too close. Okay. <laughs> Last one. Yes. The unethical psychiatric methods and experimental procedures that were being performed by the Dr. Richard. Richard. <laughs> Dr. Dick. Dr. Dick and his staff are loosely based on actual medical experiments conducted by the Nazis. None of this is okay. That's terrible. This is not okay. Oh, good. That's scary. Yeah, I right? don't like that. Okay. Uh, do I hear from watching next week? Oh, please. Is it better than this? No, it oh. sure isn't because oh, well, it's from 87. Um, Wait a minute. Is this a Patreon thing? I wish I could say it was. We can blame Dustin for this. Dustin. Because um, he was trying to find a Thanksgiving uh, movie for us because it's coming out around Thanksgiving. Yeah. And um, I guess this is what he came up with. Um. It sounds stupid, so let's see how it goes. <laughs> okay. It's from 1987. It's called Blood Rage. I already don't like it. Okay, cool. Okay. Do you want to hear the IMDb DB. synopsis for Look, it? I did the IMDb thing. I was surprised I know. you were. I'm sure when we record the episode, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a boy kills a man and accuses his twin brother of the murder. And the innocent brother ends up institutionalized while his psychotic twin goes free. Ten years later, the innocent twin escapes, which triggers his brother into killing again. Oh, God. <laughs> we locked eyes for very long there, Ugh. and no one said anything. <laughs> Oh, so what, what's the deal with this, like, psychiatric stuff? I don't know. What's happening? People going nuts. Okay. Well, well, I'm going to be going nuts probably after watching this movie, but okay, we're going to do it. We're going to need something heavy to drink during this, I think. <laughs> well, guys, obviously, just live on our website, tipsypod.com. You can find all of our social media on there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Yay. And, you know, watch uh, Blood Rage if you want. This one I'm not going to force you to because it sounds real dumb. Oh, it should be interesting. Either way, come back next week. <laughs> and uh, just... Yeah, just do it with us. Okay. Okay. We'll struggle through it together. Yeah. I will see you then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Looks like you're going to get a chance to meet the rest of the family. My psychotic brother just escaped.
just don't want to spoil things. Anybody else need more turkey? No, I'm pretty good, thanks. I don't like to talk about my brother. He gives me nightmares. I mean, this Thanksgiving. You know, somebody ought to tell him to get inside. Nobody should be out with my brother around. He looked exactly like Terry, except he had this really wild, crazed look in his eyes. real sweetheart. You know that? A real sweetheart. It's not cranberry sauce, Artie. It's not cranberry sauce. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.